0: Sarah kleiman Haig is running for mayor of the city of Toronto, and we talk about parks, the pledge from the current mayor that he's the mayor for the parks and for the people in the parks and for making parks part of our existence constantly and even putting art in the parks. Okay, all of those things are uh, election campaign promises. We'll ask Sarah kleiman Haig what she thinks about that, and as well, new studies and new data, but it's not that new, that document Toronto is losing young families, losing little kids at an incredible rate and at a concerning rate at that. What could change that? How do we change that? That's next on Toronto Today want to play you this. A lot of people reacted to this. Uh, John Tory, the current Toronto mayor, made a big commitment to Toronto parks. It's one of the things that people have criticized him the most for. Uh, Bathrooms not open. Water fountains not working. Homeless encampments. What to do? They're not easy answers. Here's John Tory from his video that he released over the weekend. I am committed to making Toronto cleaner and greener so that our city can be even more livable and enjoyable. I protected our city services, including parks, during the pandemic. And now we need to build on that success. I will turn our parks into public galleries with public art installations from Canadian and international artists on display for everyone to enjoy. Okay. Uh, That's right. It should be noted that, uh, in you know, in the uh, for the sake of clarity, the idea of even having a glass of beer in the park or a glass of wine was kicked down the road a year from now, And that's some of the frustration. It's you're not even taking a stand here. You're just delaying. Let's have another study about a study about something like this that seems to work in a lot of other quote unquote world class cities. Uh, I want to bring on Sarah Kleiman. Hey, she's also running for mayor. I, I'm just putting this on the tee for you right there. When you hear that 21 seconds from the current mayor about his commitment to Toronto parks, what do you think?
1: Well, I I feel like we need to judge by the past. So what have our parks looked like over the past eight years? Some good things, some not so good things. And it does make me a little frustrated to hear him say he protected parks when my recollection is parks being surrounded by construction tape and children told to stay home. And also there's, the, like you say, the broken ba- water fountains, the bathrooms mm-hmm. that are shut. So um, we parks are so important to this city and they shouldn't be considered a frill. And really just saying that we're going to do more, that's not enough. We need to see the action right away. And I think what you said about alcohol in the parks, about encampments, all these things we can we can be doing a lot more than we have done in these past eight years. So uh, I appreciate the announcement in that. I appreciate if the mayor realizes it's important to do. That's great. But I'm concerned about the action behind those words.
0: Yeah, I don't remember the month it happened, Sarah, but there was a point in time. Everybody remembers the white circles and. Trinity Bellwoods. Everybody remembers there was a Saturday afternoon when the the parks were packed and the mayor wandered over there and started chastising people for for being there. Now, that was really admittedly really early in the pandemic. But there should have been a point afterwards where um, I I wanted to have more fight back from people in the city. I wanted I saw it in Patrick Brown in Brampton where he said, I don't understand this. Why are basketball nets boarded up? Why are tennis courts locked up and chained up? And uh, and I didn't hear a lot of response from the mayor of the biggest city in our country.
1: Absolutely. And like you say, it was early and there was a lot of fear. People didn't know what to do. But what I would have loved to see is an admission that, wow, that was absolutely the wrong thing to do. The key to public health is often being outside, having exercise, talking to people. So we made the wrong choice in closing down parks and keeping children isolated. We've seen all the uh, effects from that showing up Mm -hmm. now. So I would like to say, okay, we'll never do that again. I'm committed to parks. I'm committed to making them healthy and Great places to be. And I'm committed to encouraging people to use them all the time. We won't be putting construction tape around the slide anymore.
0: Tell me about uh, debates. I know there is one today. There's one later uh, tomorrow, as a matter of fact, on Wednesday. I know the one today about uh, about housing, the mayor isn't participating in. We've talked about this before. Is there a fine line between not having enough and having too many?
1: I don't think that you can really ever have too many and not everybody has to participate in every debate, but every community that wants change, I think needs to have a debate of course it's up to those communities to organize those debates and so it's great that some communities have been stepping up to do it. But really, that is what we do in an election is we have debates, we have discussions, so that whoever is elected can take all that, all those ideas forward into the next term, you know, so that any challenges that we may be forgetting about are raised by other candidates. And that's the thing about, you know, people say, oh, not all the candidates are credible or they don't all have good ideas. But in fact, I hosted my own mayoral debate. And it's amazing. Everyone from all walks of life had a kind of perspective that is shared by residents in Toronto. And so when they're all brought forward. We're, we're, we're not going to miss out on anybody and everyone's, uh, you know, all the things that are needed, whether it's repairs to TC, to Toronto Community Housing, whether it is the broken bathrooms, whether it's, you know, encampments, whatever it is, those issues are brought forward when people are speaking in those debates.
0: Sarah Kleiman-Hagg our guest. You can go to votesarah.ca, find out more about her campaign. Uh, municipal election, of course, is Monday, October 24th. Headline in the Star this morning, Sarah, is an exodus of families. Toronto's decline in children should be an election issue. And the raw numbers for people driving or running around trying to get out of the house is for five years straight, a half decade straight. Um, you know, no wobbles. We, we're we losing our youngest cohort, zero to five. Uh, the city has almost 313,000 more people. It's a growing city. It isn't growing with parents with young families, 50,000 fewer kids under age 15. And the most specific obvious takeaway from the dem- from the numbers in the survey, Sarah, is is it's just not an affordable place for parents to raise young kids.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that statistic should be really a, a wake up call for politicians and anyone in government, because what 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 do children offer a city? Joy. You know, children bring a smile to people's faces. Children bring life. They bring action. They make everything a little less serious. They keep us grounded in the present moment. So children are such an important part for a city. And so the reasons that um, are mentioned in that article, like the cost of housing, like the availability of housing units that actually can accommodate children, you know, you might be able to find a studio apartment if you're lucky or a one bedroom, but to have a place where your children can have a little place to play um, having not only backyards, but just public spaces and parks, a lot of housing is not especially in uh, some areas in the inner suburbs, doesn't have great parks for children to play, in so a lot of people don't want to raise their children in a city where there's not a park. They don't; they're not going to be able to talk to their neighbors. They're barely going to be able to afford their rent. So it's sort of natural that people aren't staying in Toronto. But it's something that's really—it's not great for Toronto without children. You know, what are we? Why are we even here, right, on this in this mm-hmm. planet? We're here to have fun, to to grow, and to share each other's company. So I think children are key part of the
0: city well josh Fullen writes the op-ed sarah and i I, this this part here is bang on to me children can't vote they don't pay taxes and unfortunately they're not invited to public meetings about new housing on their block and parents get so busy on the treadmill work come home take care of the kids work go come home take care of the kids that you know sometimes they just can't scream and wave their arms in the air and say i need a politician that advocates for families
1: Yeah. And, you know, there was something really interesting in that article that said children, when they're asked, they actually prefer to be in dense, walkable kind of downtown areas. I was actually at the Grange Park this weekend Mm -hmm. uh, doing a little campaign, uh, just playing. a. Anyways, I was there playing some music with some people and some children came up to us and they were just playing on their own. They weren't with their parents. They were just loving the park and they were so interested. They were asking me all sorts of questions. They wanted to talk to other people about politics. They were really engaged more so than so many other residents who are adults and able to vote so I think having those having children around you already get some input from them just from them being in our public places in our parks in our streets like so there's ways to engage children um, beyond traditional means and I think recognizing that children would like to be in those places and what they have to offer then we can Look at, yeah, how do we make our streets more safer, child-friendly? How do we make our public spaces more welcoming? How to make transportation more affordable? All those questions that will make Toronto a better city for families altogether.
0: They're all important questions. You can go to votesarah.ca, find out more about uh, Sarah Kleinman-Hague's plans for the city of Toronto. Let's talk again before uh, election night. Sarah, appreciate the time today.
1: Thank you very much, Greg. Take care.
0: You got it.